Hello. Um, <laughs> I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the mission trip and also about what's going on in my life, what um, God has brought about in my life through going on the mission trip. Um, so, um, just a little bit about my life, just a tiny bit. I was born, brought up in a Christian home, Christian family. My mum and dad were Christian. Um, but I didn't... What? Oh, they still are. Um, <laughs> they are. But um, I didn't know God for myself, and so I actually didn't listen to him, and I didn't, I didn't have a knowledge of him, a heart knowledge of him, so I didn't know that I could trust him and lean on him. Um, but when I was about 12 or 13, I got saved, and um, like I gave my heart to Jesus. Um, and then, ever since then, it's been a long process, but I've learned to trust God. <laughs> and it was amazing. And so about six weeks ago, um, two weeks before the mission trip to Philippines, um, I was learning more and more to trust God. Like I had, I, yeah, I was learning to trust God. I, I have, um, there's a thing at, at school, and it's a Christian group called Activate. Um, but one time before I was, because I had to organise everything before I went away, because it took up the whole holidays, and so I was a little bit like, ah, a little bit stressed, but I felt God just say to me, it's all right, calm down, just trust me, lean on me, and you'll be fine. And so that was really good for me, because I'm, I, that was the beginning of me learning to lean on God, so that was amazing. Um, before I learned to trust God. I thought that if I gave my life or my heart to Jesus, that he would um, be like, okay then, you've given your heart to me, you're saying that you want to give everything to me, so I'm going to test you, and I'm going to like break all your legs or break all your arms or something and see if you still trust me then. You know, like I thought he was going to, I thought he was going to test me or I thought he might punish me somehow, like if I give, say, okay, I'll give you all my life, and then I thought he might make me do something that I really don't want to do for the rest of my life, and so I was quite scared to trust him, and I, I don't know why, but for some reason, I just didn't believe that God wanted the best for me. I thought that if I sacrifice myself and give, give my life to him, then he'll just kind of <laughs> do what I don't want to do, but that's not true because he knows your heart's desires and he's got them incorporated in your perfect plan for your life. Um, and so I went to, away to Philippines and I learned to trust God so much there. I learned that he's the only one that's continually always going to be there for you throughout your whole life because in the Philippines I hardly knew the team very well. I knew Pastor Lynn and Pastor Joy and the other um, other three I hadn't talked to in my life. And so I didn't have my mum and dad, I didn't have my youth leaders or I didn't have my friends or anyone to talk to. So it was like me and God. So I learned to trust him so much. And I learned even if my heart, even away on a mission trip, even if my heart wasn't, um, had kind of got sidetracked or if I was, wasn't fully focused on God, I learned that I wouldn't have to go through this huge um, like um, punishment for being slightly sidetracked. I learned that he was just continually always there just waiting for me to be like, oh God, I need your help. Or God, are you there still? You know, he's always continually always with you. He will not leave your side. And so I learned that. It was so amazing. And another thing I learned was when you're praying for someone, because obviously in a mission trip, you go and you pray for people and stuff. When you pray for them, 
God is, you're just a channel, like Pastor Mike said, you're just a channel. God speaks through you to the person you're praying for. So it's not about you, it's about them and God. And I learned, but sometimes I'd be like, oh, if I'm praying for someone, I'd be like, oh no, was it me? Because I know the person, so I know what they're going through. Or was it God? Or if I completely don't know them, it's like, oh, am I making this up? Or, you know, but I learned that it's actually God speaking through me to them. And it is God because God isn't, if you've given your heart to Jesus and you're doing his work, you're doing his will, he's, and you're doing what, you, what he wants you to do, he's not going to then be like, um, leave you in the lurch and leave you all embarrassed, like, oh, I don't know what to say to this person, because it's not about you, it's about um, bringing God to them, and I really learned that, which was amazing, because now I know, if I'm praying for people or something, I know that it's God, because why would he, why would he leave you, why would he leave you in, in the lurch and not tell you a word about someone if you're praying for them, so that was really, um, really amazing for me, because I learned that I can completely lean on God, and it is God speaking to me. So I don't have to worry about that. Um, and I got back from the Philippines, and I'm and I was going through some stuff, just some personal stuff, and I was still learning to trust in God, and I still am now. I will be for the rest of my life, to you know, because it doesn't stop. You don't get perfect in one area. You keep growing. And so, um, and yeah, I so I was going through this personal stuff, but I was le- learning even more that I have to trust on God and in God, and even if I feel like crying and screaming and like and like my heart's breaking or something whatever he's still like my God's not he's not gonna leave me when it gets tough he's not gonna he's not gonna be like oh you're going through a bad place I don't like bad things I don't like bad hearts or whatever I'm gonna run away now he's always gonna be by your side with you and he's not gonna leave you when it gets tough that's the that's that's the that's the place in your life that he particularly, he stands closer to you and he's like holding you and he's like, stand, like trust me, lean on me. I've got you fully. I've got your back, you know? And so that was really awesome for me because I could, I'm learning just completely that I can just be like, whew, on God. And it's really amazing. And there's a Bible verse that I got in Joel 2.27. I got this about a year and a half ago when I was struggling through some stuff and I read it I was like wow I was like that's mine like I'm gonna take that Bible verse and proclaim it over my life and it says Israel you will know that I stand at your side I am the Lord your God there are no other gods never again will you be put to shame and that was a really amazing Bible verse for me because that was like the cry of my heart I just want to know that God's always with me that I can always lean on him I can always trust him and I can and that I know that he stands at my side and I want to, and I want to hold nothing back from God. I want to give Him. I don't like. There's a song that's like, "I'll give you my all," some, something like that. And it's like, well, that's so true because I don't want to give God half my heart because what's the point in that? You may as well just, well, not give up. But you know, um, just you may as well give Him everything because there's no point in giving it half-hearted because He gave everything for you. So why would you dishonor Him by giving half your heart? And so um, I just want to hold nothing back from God. And I want to, I so badly want to fulfill all that he has in his destiny. Like he's got this big destiny planned out for me. Like you're going to do this, you're going to go here. And and I've been kind of like, because it's my seventh form year. And so I'm going somewhere next year. I'm doing something next year, but I don't know what. And so it's a little bit like everyone's asking me, what are you going to do? And I'm like, well, I don't know. But I've got, and I've got some ideas, but um, yeah, I need to find out what God wants me to do. But it's, it's, um, 
It's good to know that I can trust him and that he will guide me in the right place. That if I give my heart to him, he's not going to um, take me off a path that I completely hate or he's just going to have the perfect plan for me. Because I love adventures and being wild and stuff. And so um, it's good to know that I can trust him, that he's going to have fun with me and take me, you know, cool places. Um, <laughs> so I want to make... I want to make, this is the thing for me, I want to make God my number one. I want to give him everything. I want to make him number one. And I want to be able to trust that if I make him my number one, that he's going to give the best possible, he's going to have the best possible plan for my life. And I believe that he does. Um, (laughs) um, So I just want to say that there is so no point and holding back, just give everything, just go hard out, because there's absolutely, I can't think of one thing why you would hold back, one thing, yeah, so I just want to say, are you guys holding back, are you holding back anything from God, because if you are, you should definitely give it all, because, um, yeah, he gave everything for you, and, um, I, and also another thing is just I really want to impact everyone I can. Like I don't want to be, I don't want to um, get through my teenage years or my school life or whatever and then God be like, oh, you could have actually um, impacted 500 more people. I'd be like, oh my gosh, no way. And so I really want to impact everyone that I possibly can for Jesus Christ because I believe in him, I love him, I know he's real, so why would you not tell other people? And so... I just want to say that um, are you guys impacting everyone or are you just waiting? Because I know for me, sometimes I feel like, like I'm just waiting, like I won't help talk to this person yet or whatever, I'm just waiting. But it's like, well, what are you waiting for? Because now is the time to get passionate. And so, like, in Philippines, they're amazing, they are so passionate. And you guys are passionate too, I'm not saying you're not, but... I'm just saying what I've seen. They are so passionate and amazing. And I believe, I felt before I got a word from God that there's going to be revival in that land. And I'm believing it so much. And if there's going to be revival in Philippines, then there should be revival in New Zealand. And so, yeah. And so I'm believing for revival. But that would mean that God needs to use me because I'm not going to wait for the next person to be used or whatever. So I want to be used. And so I've got to give all of myself. And so I just challenge you guys to give all of yourself as well. I I thought there's two two choices. One... You hold back, you hold out on God, you hold, just keep a quarter of your heart or an eighteenth of your heart, however much you hold back from God, and you don't have your best possible life you could have, because God's got the best plan for you, so he knows what path you should take, and so you hold out on God, and you might kind of go that direction, and God's like, no, that direction, and even if you go back onto that path that God wants you to, you miss out that tiny fragment, and which might actually be like 500 people giving their hearts to Jesus or something. So, um, so yeah, you either hold one, you hold back from God, and you miss out on the absolute perfect plan He has for your life, or two, you just give everything to God. You don't care what other people think. You give your whole heart. You go hard out because why would you not? Because life's so short that why don't you just go hard out and have fun? And God takes you on wild adventures. I've been on three mission trips, and they are so funny. We have the funniest times. Very funny. You can ask me some, some stories later. But, um, yeah, and you have wild times 
absolutely amazing. He takes you on like adventures and he takes you on wherever your heart's like, because he knows your heart's desires. So he will fulfill them. And you also fulfill the complete, perfect master plan that God has for your life. And um, I love the Bible verse. I'll just find it. <laughs> 2 Timothy 4 verse 7. And it says, I have fought the good fight. I've finished the race. I've kept the faith. Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day, and not to me only, but also to all who have loved his appearing. And I love that Bible verse because I want to get to the end of my life and say, I have fought my fight or I fought the good fight. I've run the race and stuff. I want to get to the end of my life and say that. And I really hope that you guys want to say that too because I want to be contempt with my life in God at the end of my life. I want to say, yeah, I went hard out and I didn't care. So I challenge you guys too, too. Thank you. Oh, come on, let's, we can do better than that. Come on, put it together for Charlotte. You know what, that, that was a flipping awesome message. You guys need to get the CD for that. Yeah. Uh, you're going to get the CD? Yeah. yeah, come on, you do that. That was really good. You know, I, I had a message tonight, but um, I just decided back then, uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I think to, tonight, Charlotte, what you said, man, that, that just really, man, you put it in the bag tonight. You really did. And I reckon that, um, um, you know, just what you're talking about, about, uh, about not holding back and, and things like that. Do you think the people here tonight, maybe they hold back? Yeah. What, what was it that stopped you, what was it that caused you to, to hold back and, and not step forward? I was scared of other people, like I was scared, like even, a, um, a couple of weeks ago, I was nervous about getting back into the Christian group um, Activate at school because I was scared of other people's reaction. Um, just, and I mean, it's been going for a whole term, but I was just, yeah, why, what causes me to hold back is I'm scared of other people's reaction, um, what, the, yeah, what they'll say, what they'll do to me, what they'll say behind my back and stuff, so I'm, yeah, scared of... So, so how did you get over that fear? How did you, how did you push that through? I mean, well, in the end, what I always just kind of do is just like oh well who cares like I get over it like it's easy it might be like oh it's easy to say but I just do I'm just like well I'm definitely not gonna hold back from God um I'm not gonna just stop activate or whatever like I'm just I don't care like I love God and I love the people way too much for that and so um I'm just like oh well I'm gonna do it God give me strength like help me so I just tell us about activate what is what is Activate? What are you doing there? Um, Activate started um, pretty much it started full on this year, and it's just a it's a Christian group in school, and there's about thirteen girls, um, thirteen girls that go to this church, and um, they're in in um, Hastings Girls High School as well, and we've done all sorts of things like. Um, we had the Youth Olympic, uh, Activate Olympics, um, <laughs> and we had a huge bouncy castle and, and 400 um, free sausages and um, candy floss to feed Those 400. sausages went pretty quick. They, they went pretty <laughs> quick. There was lines of people, and we had giveaways and stuff, so we just um, do stuff to have fun, um, have fun, really, and, yeah, spread God. So where, where you are tonight, and 
because I know you since you were since you wanted to marry me. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, I'm ma- but I'm married now. And when you when you first came to Christ, you you weren't like you are now. Something has absolutely transformed inside of your life. And what could you tell? What could you encourage people here tonight with some of the decisions that you've made? Some of the um, I mean, you've told us a little bit about your dreams and your heart and things like that. What is it that really has compelled you? Has pushed you forward to um, to do what you're doing now? Um, I think what it is, is that I completely, like, I don't want to miss out on anything on God, of God. Like, I want to fulfill every plan that he has for my life because I kind of just think, like I said, what's the point if you don't? What's the point in living a life just having fun or, you know, whatever? Because in God, you can have so much fun. Like, as I said, on the mission trips, we laughed so incredibly much. And so you can just have so much fun and... Um, share God to other people and so um, yeah I think it's just like in my heart I have such a passion and I think this is what's got me through I have such a passion to know God like I just so fully want to have the best possible relationship I can with God I don't want him to hold out anything on me from me not that he would but it's because of where my heart's placed but I don't want to hold out anything from God and I think that's what's got me through because I'm just so like I don't want to miss out on God and I so incredibly passionately want to chase him and follow him through everything. So you're talking about chasing and pursuing God and I think a lot of people here would like to have more of God in their life. Yeah. Be right? yeah? Yeah. I think one of the things that probably has uh, from, what I've, from what I can see from you anyway is that um, yes you're hungry for God but there's also an outworking for that because the Bible says that for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. And I think for those, uh, you, know, if, you know, if we truly, I believe, pursue God, one of the things I think we would really know is what's on God's heart the most. And, and that is about people. And uh, so uh, Charlotte's heart, I mean, you, you hear it tonight, you can experience, you can feel it right now, her, her heart. But there's also um, uh, the, the evidence of that, her pursuing God. Uh, she's got something going in her school. I mean, she's got a heart for people. She does things of the youth that adults don't do. I mean, she... I mean, you probably, um, you're probably a parent to, I don't know how many teenagers, and, and you're only seven, you know, in, only in the seventh form. And that's, that's absolutely phenomenal. Matt, you are such a woman of faith. And uh, there's was, there was a couple of words that you, just as you were talking about before, and one of them starts with T. <laughs> Remember what that word was? Trust. <laughs> trust. Trust. Talk to us a little bit more about trust, because I think that's, God's really on that right now. Well, um, trust. I think, well, I think what trust is is that you can trust, like with God, you can trust Him that He's not gonna. If you trust someone, He's not. They're not gonna hold out on you. You're not gonna go and lean on them, and then they're just gonna step away so that you fall. Um, I think that trust you can you can rely on them like no matter what like whether at your you're at your highest point you can trust them to be there to be like yeah go or if you're at your lowest point you can trust them to be like come on you can do it you can do it you can do it yeah. you know like and so I think trust is being able to rely on someone and lean on them so much like that they'll be there no matter what yeah. um, and I'm hard out learning to trust on God because. Like when I go away, well, not that I'm definitely going away next year. Whatever I do next year, I may not have my friends. I might not have parents. I might, I don't know, I might be 
in a third world country by myself or something. You know, I don't know what I'm going to do. But so I have to trust in God because he's the only one that's going to be there forever and ever and ever and ever. And he has been for yeah. your whole life. Absolutely. Hey, can we just have a look at that, that verse that you had before in Joel chapter 2? Can we find that? You enjoying this? How cool is this, man? This is, this is really, really cool, man. I, I'm inspired. Okay, let's just read that again. Just, just give us a minute. What have we got here? It says, um, yeah. Let's read this. Let's read, um, let's read from 25. We're just going off the cuff here, so just <laughs> let's read from 25 down to verse 29. <laughs> um, so I will, I will restore to you the years that the swarming lo- locust has eaten, the crawling locust, the consuming locusts, and the chewing locust. My great army, which I sent among you, you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord your God, who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be put to shame. Then you shall know that I am in the midst of Israel. I am the Lord your God, and there is no other. My people shall never be put to shame. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall see visions. And also on my men servants and on my maid servants, I will pour out my spirit in those days. Come on. That's awesome. I encourage you. One of the things that um, Charlotte was talking about before was the issue of trust. And I know that we can come up here and we can worship God and we can lift our hands and, and do lots of things, but... Um, we can say we love God, but often there's a part of our life that is still reserved. And um, I just love the way that Charlotte has just, she is just absolutely full-on passionate. She's just con- contagious passion, man. It's, unbel- it's just so cool. And there's something about her that, there's something about a spirit that, that man, it, it can just, it can impact a person's life. And I reckon for so many of us, um, we can come to church and we can be in love with God, but uh, inside of us there's a, uh, there's a part that still holds back, and um, and we don't seem to trust. We don't step out. We, we have we have dreams. We have um, things inside that we'd like to do. But there's one thing that will keep on holding us back: is do we trust? God? If I put my foot out, can I trust God? Can God? Do I believe that God will come through for me? You know what? There'll be times when it may look not look like that, but at the end of the day. At the end of the day, when you step out, God will always be there. You can always trust God. When you step out, um, when, you, when you step out on, on, on his behalf, there is something inside of him that moves, especially, I know, for young people that have... Uh, young people, when you step out on behalf of him, when you step out in faith, there is something that touches the heart of God. I mean, you, we can come here and we can worship, we can praise and, and do all this, but when you stand and you step out as your role in, in the role that God has called you as an ambassador of Christ, something in the heaven will move. Something in the heaven will move. One of the things that have, I, I believe that has really happened with Charlotte is this. You know, what? This one of the things she's had to overcome is um, things like fear. Yeah, issues like that. And, but what she's done, she's, she's t- taken a step of faith. It doesn't matter what, um, what people will say or, or do. I am putting my trust in God. And the Bible says, those who put, whose hope is in the Lord shall never, ever be put to shame. And I want to encourage you. And what was that last, last verse that you said um, in, in 2 Timothy? Yeah, let's read it out. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. 
Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me, to me on, the day, on that day, and not to me only, but also to all who have loved his appearing. The crown of righteousness. You know, the, the Bible says there is a crown that is laid up in, in heaven for all of us. And, um, you know, I want to get to, the, I wanna get to that, that day. I want to be able to stand before God, because the, the reality is, friends, we do not know where that is. And we read on the news, uh, read on the news um, what was it about, maybe 100, 130,000 die in one country, probably 70,000 die in another country. And um, you know, friends, we've got to understand, we don't know the day we stand before God. And, uh, we, and I've just been so challenged just, just tonight that I don't want to live my life, uh, I don't want to get to the end of my life and, uh, and, have, and have the pain of regret. I want to be able to look back on the end of my, back at my life and say, I have fought the good fight. Fight. It doesn't matter whether my life ends today or tomorrow, whenever. I still want to be able to look back and say, I made the most of every opportunity. When God gave me an opportunity, I stepped out. When God said go, I went. When God said go, I didn't stand behind and say, oh, send Ian, Lord. <laughs> or, or send Doug or, or send, send Anna. Or, or send, no, I stood out and I said, send me, Lord. I believe that's the question that God will ask today. Um, uh, is like, Who can I send tonight? Who can I send into the community while we're here worshipping Jesus and stuff like that and having a great old time? You know, there are people tonight in our schools and our neighbourhoods that need to know Jesus Christ. They need to know Jesus Christ. And they don't have any other hope unless you and I take the gospel of Jesus Christ to them. Amen? Can I want to ask you this question tonight? I mean, I mean, if I'm challenged, I know I'm not the only one here tonight challenged, that how much really am I giving to God? How much really am I holding back? How much really am I allowing fear? How much am I really allowing um, my own pride or, or shame to, to, to stop me from stepping forward? And uh, if you could see um, Charlotte when she was younger uh, and see what she's doing now, it's like, oh, man, that's, that's phenomenal. But I was sitting there, I was just like, am I seeing this? Am I hearing this? Is this like real? And it was like, absolutely, man, this is just phenomenal. But it's because she, stu- she stepped up and said, I'm not going to let shame, I'm not going to let fear, I'm not going to let intimidation, I'm not going to let distrust hold me back from reaching that crown of righteousness that God has for me. Now I want to ask you this question tonight. Maybe you're here tonight, and because I'm here, and I know that I uh, need to work through this, but maybe there's other people here tonight, and you are holding back. You are not giving God 100%. You know that God has called you. You know God has, has put something in your life. I mean, the, the most special gift He's placed in our life is that of the Holy Spirit. And, uh, and the world needs that Holy Spirit. And, uh, you know, I was actually going to talk tonight about the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And uh, that we need, there needs to be, an, if we say that we're a Christian, if we say that we're filled with the Holy Spirit, there needs to be a, an evidence of that. And that evidence, the Bible says, love, joy, peace, and, and, and a whole lot of other things. So tonight, we need to, um, I believe tonight that we need to actually step up. And, and tonight, I want to challenge you. I want to ask you, are you here tonight? And you are sitting back, you're only just idling along at maybe 10%, maybe 50%, maybe 60%, and you know that you are not giving God the full amount. You are not giving God due credit for what he's actually done in your life. For some of you here, maybe it's shame. For some of you, you're still struggling with issues. For some of you here today, it's, it's the issue of distrust. Tonight, I believe that God is asking a question. Will you trust me? Will you step out of the boat and trust your life into my, my cans? Will you do it? Do you want to get to the end of your life, whenever that is, and look back and say, oh, I missed? Or do you want to get to the end of your life and say, 
Uh, I have fought the good fight. I've run the good race. And I know right now, man, there is a crown of righteousness in heaven for me. Which side are you going to be in? Tonight, I believe that... um, I believe that right now God wants to come and touch people's lives again. So, uh, I mean, I'm going to get Charlotte to pray for you. And uh, so if you tonight, if you can feel inside the Holy Spirit prompting you saying, yes, you need to step out. Yes, you need to give me 100%. Yes, you need to get over some issues. Yes, you need to, uh, you need to stop owning half of your life. You need to give your whole life to me. Tonight, if you want that, if you want to, I believe, have a, a fresh spirit of faith released upon your life, why don't you just come to the front right now? Just get out of your seat and come up to the front. And I believe that right now God's going to touch your life. If you respond to him right now, I believe he'll come and he will touch you. Come on, why don't you stand? Come on, let's do it. I know there's people here.